Shalom, 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 people of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shalom, church. Shalom, beautiful family. How are you all doing? My God, I believe you are all doing well by his special grace. We give God the glory. I thank God for your lives. By his special grace, I'm also doing well with my family. We are blessed. We are highly favored. We are highly anointed. And we are highly global as well. The Lord indeed has been faithful even to me and my family. We give God all the glory and all the praise for that which he does even for my family and for this ministry and this commission. I believe that the Lord has something in store for your destiny and you shall surely walk in them in the name of Jesus. You will never miss the assignment and the purpose of God in your life. Whatever the Lord has said that you will enjoy, you shall enjoy it even on earth. And your children and children's children shall enjoy it as well. One day, the Bible said that Peter and his brothers, that was the apostles, were with jesus and they asked peter a simple question charlie you you are the senior man can't you ask jesus a question for us now that we've left everything and we are following him what will we get now that we've left our wives now that we've left our businesses now that we've left our career now that we've left our worldly things and we've come to follow him what will we get and peter because he was the head peter decided to approach jesus and peter asked jesus a simple question jesus you know what i've left my wife i've left my children i've left my fishing job i've left everything jesus i want to ask you a simple question what will i get to follow you what will i get i know that this is the question indirectly that many of us we've asked ourselves severally but because we are so shy we cannot even ask the lord because we think that when we ask the lord it looks like we are asking too much right so most of most of most of us we sometimes contemplate and we ask, Charlie, now that we've even left this religion and we have come to you, we've left this kind of lifestyle and we've come to you, what actually will we get? We are like Peter. Hmm.
my God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In Matthew 19, can somebody get me that scripture? Let me teach you something quickly. In Matthew 19, the verse 27 to 29. In Matthew 19, the verse 27 to 29. Matthew 19, 27 to 29. Matthew 19, 27 to 29. Can you open the scripture for me? As you are believing God for grace. So we are reading. So this is the same question I was talking about. Look at Peter's question. And this is what actually most of us we are asking. The Lord bless everybody. I love you all so much. God bless you. Listen to me. Matthew 19, 27. Listen to Peter carefully. He said, Peter answered him, we have left everything to follow you. What then will we get for? Being for us. You get it now. Peter was asking Jesus this question because they have gotten to a point that they were all concerned. We have seen that we are not doing anything called business. When money comes into the coffers, you tell us to gather the money and go and buy food and feed people. Why? We thought that the money that we were preaching and that was coming to the coffers, at least you would have given to us, Charlie, take this and go and give it to your mother. Go and give it to your wife. Go and give it to your children so that they can use it to pay school fees. But we've realized that we have followed you, Jesus. You know what? We have followed you with our everything. We followed you with our strength, our, our, our wisdom, our, our, our might and everything. But we've realized that, Charlie, when we follow you now, nah, we've realized that you, you take everything and you give it back to people again. Now that we have come to follow you, we have left everything and we've come to follow you. What will we gain? My God. What will we gain? Are you with me? And this is the question most of us are asking God, but we are afraid to ask him verbally. I'm telling you. This is one of the questions everyone keeps asking God indirectly. I know somebody have come to Port Bean for a month now, two weeks now, a week now. Some have come here for months now. Some have come here for more than a year now. But they look at themselves indirectly and they begin to ask a simple question. Charlie, now that we have come to God, now that we've decided to leave everything and come and follow God, Charlie, what do you think that we will get? 
What do you think that we will get? Now, I know I've left even my boyfriend, you know. Because of you, Christ, I've left my boyfriend. The boyfriend who used to, you know, give me money, small, small. I've left my boyfriend. Yeah. I've even left a secular job I used to do. But the job looks very sensitive. It looks like I was doing hookup in in professional way. I've stopped that job, you know. And I've come to follow you, Jesus. We are like Peter. We are all asking these questions unto the Lord, one way or the other. Now that I have left my job, now that I've left my teaching job, I've left my, my profession, and I've come to follow you, Lord, what will I get? There was an answer. We serve a God that does not have an answer to anything. Any question you ask God, God has an answer to that question. Yes. Whatever you ask the Lord, the Lord has an answer even to any question we ask him. This is the God I've come to enjoy. We have a lot of questions and yes, indeed, we also have a lot of answers for our questions. You know what? This is a certain situation most of us have come to in a place where all of us, we are asking these questions one way or the other. We are talking about these questions per our lifestyle and per our attitude. But we all know that action even speaks louder than words. We all know that and we believe that. You know, and we have come to the Lord. We've all come to pray. We've all come to hear God's word. We have all come to grow in the Lord, in the house of God. But we keep on asking the Lord indirectly. He knows the heart of man. So he understands how we feel. And the Bible said, Peter came to him and said, Charlie, you know what? We have left everything. We have left everything. To follow you, what will we get? That was a big question. That was an amazing and a very sensitive question. When you answer it wrongly, the disciples will go, right? Yeah. When you tell me I will not get anything, then I don't have to waste my time and follow you. Is it not true? Is it not true? If you tell me I have just wasted my time, I will quickly advise myself and take my back. Go back to my girlfriend. Go back to my boyfriend. Go back to my wife. Go. I don't know whether you get it. But Jesus gave them a certain answer. I was there this morning. This scripture came unto me. And I know that this scripture as it has come unto me. I believe that this is the heart of people on the platform. And this is the heart of many Christians in disguise. They keep on asking themselves these questions that, oh God, you know, I've come.
to follow you for a week now, a month now, a year now, two years now. Lord, I've been serving you faithfully for a month now, a year now, two years now, three years now, four years now. But Lord, what will I get? What will I get? I've been giving offerings. I've been giving tithe. I've been giving seed offering. I've been giving covenant offerings. But Lord, what will I actually get? Because it looks like I don't want my friends to let me feel like as if I have followed a wrong God. I don't want my friends to make me feel like as if I have followed a God that does not answer the prayers of his children. I don't want my friends to even feel like as if I have ventured and entered into a certain realm or a circle of life that I will regret later. I want to actually know that what are, what will I get? What will I get, Lord? Can you hear me? What will I get, Lord? What will I get? What will I get? And this is a question. Imagine your guy, the Lord speaks to you right now, your guy, that leave your, 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 your service job, your, your, your police job, your soldier's job, and leave it and come and follow him. And you obeyed God and you left all of it and you came to follow him. You've worked with him for about months now, years now, and it looks like things are bad. Things keep getting worse and worse. I know you will ask the Lord this question. Now that I've come to, I've left everything and I'm following you. Tell me, what will I get, Lord? I want to know. I want to know. Because I can't, I can't, I, I, this is, this is investmental. I don't want to take a risk. I would, <laughs> you know, I don't want to take a risk that I will later regret. So teach me, Lord. I just want to know what will I get. I know many of us have asked this question in our hearts, but we don't want to say it so that it looks like we, we are bad Christians. We, you know, we, 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 are, we are not good Christians. We don't want to understand God and we don't want to move forward with God. Sir, Peter, those that work with even Christ. How much me? I'm a very realistic preacher. The reason why my message are like this is that every message I preach is a reality. That is how I preach. And you can see that this is actually the heart of man. Am I talking to people at all? This is actually the heart of man. And they keep on asking these questions. They cannot actually ask the man of God. That Papa, you know, I, I, I trust you. I believe in your anointing. Papa, I know that the Lord has called you. I know that, 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 that the Lord is using you. I know, I know. I know that the grace of God is upon you. But sir, I just want to ask a simple question. And that question is, Sir, will I get something whilst I'm following the Lord? Or am I just investing in a wrong company? I just want to know. I just want to know. 
Peter, I just want to know. This is Peter speaking to Jesus now. Peter wa hanti Peter na na bisa. Nti Peter kura obisa, obisa amayinyina. Peter was asking for everybody. Look at the scripture. He said, "Look, Peter replied, we have left everything and followed you. So what will we get?" We have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? We have forsaken everything and we have come to follow you. So what alone, what even will we get? There is an answer. Lady, I'm, I came with the word of God in my mouth. And just to tell you that there is a blessing from the Lord in following him. <laughs> there is a blessing in following the Lord. I said there is a blessing in following the Lord. There is a blessing in leaving everything and coming to follow him. There is a blessing. There is a blessing in denying everything and coming to follow him. There is a blessing. There is a blessing in leaving a certain boyfriend that used to give you money and coming to follow him. There is a blessing. There is a blessing in leaving your professionalism to come to follow Christ full time. There is a blessing. Jesus looked at them and Jesus also answered them. Jesus told them in the verse 28, Jesus told them, I tell you of all, listen to me, I tell you of all with certainty that when the Son of Man sit on his glorious throne in the renewed creation, he said, Okay, now let me read your version. He said, and Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in this regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory. Have you seen? At that time, he has not taken the position as a sonship. I don't know whether you, you, you get it. At that time, Jesus had not taken the position to on the right side of God. But in Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10, Jesus, the Bible made us understand that after his death and his resurrection, he has now taken or assumed the position even as the son of God. And he has been given a certain name and at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Christ is Lord. Now we believe that Jesus now has assumed the position. But in this time around, Jesus had not yet assumed that position. And look at what the Bible said. Jesus tell, told them that, Charlie, wait for me. When I, I, the son of man, shall sit in the throne of his glory. He said, he also shall sit, you also, you people, you people. You people that have left everything and you have come to follow me. You people, you shall also have thrones with me in the eternity. That is the first thing I want to tell you. You people, as I sit on my throne, you people also have a throne with me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You people also have a throne with me. 
and you people will also sit on a certain throne with me in the heavenlies and you people you become like judges you'll be judging people even with me in my throne look at the 29 look at the 29 now jesus was talking about spiritual things now jesus want to bring it to physically because jesus me i want physical things you they talk about spiritual things so jesus wanted to bring it down and explain physical things to them also look at the 29 in fact everyone who has left his homes mm -hmm. brothers sisters now listen to it and everyone that are forsaken houses number one his brethren and all his sisters or his father or his mother or his wife or his children or his lands for my name's sake shall receive an hundredfold my god he said anyone that have left your home your father your mother your business your boyfriend you have left everything just to come and follow him he said let me tell you and give you a certain vivid answer he said you shall receive a hundredfold of whatever you've lost because of him you will receive a hundredfold and he attached something to it and you shall receive an everlasting life you will not just receive physical properties you shall receive eternal life again my god there are people who have received physical properties but they have not received eternal property The one that went and killed himself and sacrificed his brother, his mother, his father, his sisters, his friends, and to a certain God called Ayantafre, a certain God called Antwa, a certain God, God called Ajagraja. Anyone that sacrificed something even to this God, these people will have physical properties, but they will not have eternal properties. But I am a certain God. When you come to me and you follow me you follow me leaving everything i the lord i will give you physical properties you will receive one percent interest 100 percent interest there is no company that gives 100 percent interest there be there be we've all done business before i said we've all done business before there is no company that gives 100 percent income there is no job there is no investment that gives 100 percent you know interest upon the the dividends or whatever you have placed even in your company but this is what god is trying to tell us that i am the lord i am the lord when you come to me now and you invest everything into me and decide to follow me alone and you don't follow any other person please listen to it carefully when you come to me and you decide to follow me alone trusting me alone and believing me alone i have a message for you 
And this is the message. Whatever you invested in it, the Lord said you shall receive a hundredfold of it on this earth and you shall receive another thing called eternal life. You will not just receive physical properties. You will receive spiritual properties as well. Hear me, child of God. Hear me carefully. Hear me, people of God. Hear me. We live in a generation where people are actually following God, but they are not following God genuinely. If you are not following God genuinely, these blessings will not come to you. I, I beg you. I beg you. I want to answer your heart question. The questions of your heart. I want to really answer it by the word of God. But I want to tell you the truth. It is only when you have invested your all into him. How many of us have done certain investments? Right? How many of us we've done certain investment? You've you know you've invested into something and they've given you years for you to you know take back whatever you have invested in. How many of us? Okay, we have plenty of people who have who have done that investment here before, right? Good. They've given you a period of years that after these years you can come and this is the interest that will come even upon whatever you've invested with them. Is it not true? And this is what we all are looking for because we know that there is no way you can ever invest something. Can you hear me? There's no way you can ever invest in, in a company and receive a hundredfold of it. No, you cannot receive 100%. Sir, I want to ask those who have done a little bit of investment. What is your the percentage they will be adding up to? Maybe per month, per day, per... What is the percentage in, in, in all? What is the percentage now? I just want to know. What is the percentage? Is it up to 100%? Is it up to 50% or is it 15% or is it 25% or is it 35% or is it 50%? How, 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 how many percentage is it? Just give me a rough figure and let me see. Just give me a rough figure and let me see. Some are 9%, others are 10%. Listen to me. Even this one. You have an assurance that what they've said, they will not lie. You have an assurance that the, the percentage they have said, whether the company collapses or it doesn't collapse, whether there is a bomb that comes to it and destroy everybody, kill everybody and destroy it, you still have hope that you will still receive this 9 to 10% of interest even on whatever you've deposited with them. Right? You still have hope. Even they are human beings. Men can lie. Men can actually die. Companies can be burnt in a day. 
yesterday i received a certain complaint from somebody and the complaint i received from that person the complaint i received from that person was the papa do you know that when i wrote my knust examination the person said papa everybody's results came my resource was not part the name i used to write the thing they checked the name it was not my picture it was my junior my my a junior in our school a junior didn't write the exam but her picture was on my on my exam picture and he said papa from a, a year now or two years now i've been going to KUST every day to be questioning them papa can you imagine i heard whether this week or last week that that facility that accumulates the resource just caught fire and i said oh say he said papa it just caught fire this lady has so hope into this particular thing trusted this thing to a point she had never told me anything it was yesterday she told me and i asked her a simple question why didn't you tell me earlier even and i asked her a simple question lady you don't even come to port bean again you've stopped coming to port bean she didn't answer me till now i don't know whether she left online a forever but with her she believed strongly that she would have gotten her resource back for more than a year now this was an investment she has done and she believed so much that whatever will come by all means she will get back whatever she has invested or deposited in it and now the thing got burnt and she had an idea this is how some of us we have also invested properties money even to certain companies believing with their percentage no matter what we shall receive the return back in the set years they have given to us no matter the rain no matter the sunshine no matter the fire no matter what comes you have so much faith in them that you shall receive whatever you have deposited with them is it not true is it not true you believe so much that no matter what no matter what will come you will still regain whatever you will get with interest even on it and there is a god that we serve that is like an institution and that is like a company the name alone is not just a name the name is like a company that is why the bible said that the name of the lord is a strong power he said the righteous they run into it and they are saved so it means that the name of god is not just a name it's like a place it's like an institution and because it is like an institution when you enter into this institution you have to invest in this institution if only you want to gain returns that is why that 
one day Jesus was teaching the people and he told them a certain parable. And the parable Jesus told them was that Jesus told them a very sensible parable. He said, there was a rich man who called his servants and while he was going, he told his servants to come around. He gave them talent and told them to invest in the talent and he left. When he came back, the one he gave five invested his talent and got additional five. Have you seen what it is? So it means that in the realm of the spirit, in the Christendom, we invest whatever God has given to us to gain returns. And the Bible said that the one that got two also invested and got additional two. But the one that got one didn't invest, but rather digged the ground and hid it. And when God came and when the house master came, the rich man came and asked, where is the talent I gave to you? He said, Lord, the talent you gave to me, you know what? I invested in, I feel the anointing of God. I said, wherever you gave to me, whatever you gave to me, I invested in it. And when I invested in it, listen to me, I've gained returns. And he said, you are a good servant. You are a good and you are a faithful servant. Because of what you have done, receive more. Receive more. Receive territories. Receive kingdoms. Receive nations. Receive a lot of things for yourself. He asked the second one. The second one also told him that, Lord, you know what? When you also gave me that island and you left me too i invested whatever you gave to me and i've also gained returns and he said wow you you are also a good servant because of what you have also done receive double receive this receive this and he got to the one that he gave one the one that we give one he said hey master i know you you are a, you are you are a hard man you i know you i know you you are a hard man I know that you 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 are a man who does not sow where you reap. You only benefit from others. You, I know you are a hard man. The Lord was looking at him, and the Lord said unto him that you you are a slothful and a lazy servant. You have never seen a kind like you before. The money I gave to you, the talent I gave to you, I was expecting that you you will invest that money. That is what the Lord spoke unto him. I was expecting that you, you will invest that money. I was believing and I was assured, rest assured, that you, you will invest that money. And when you invest that money, I know for sure that after investing that money, by the time I would have returned, it would have, you know, paid a lot of fruit for you, for me to also gain something and for you to gain something. But you know what? The talent you were investing was not for me. It was for your own self. And because you've not decided not to invest your talent, I want to take it and give it to the one that has plenty. The Bible says, for he who has, he said more will be given to him. And he who has not, even the one that he has, will be taken away from him and be given to another man. And the Bible made us understand in this scenario that in the kingdom, there is a place of investment and retains. And because of that, Jesus wanted to advise and tell the disciples that anybody who have decided to leave everything and follow me has actually invested in me. And there's nobody who invests in me. Do you understand the word? There's nobody who actually invests in me. Ah, 
does not get anything like returns. Anybody that invests in me, the person gets something we call returns back. And this is my principle. I don't give 9%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't give 10%. No. I am not a God that gives 15%. Debbie. I am not a God that gives 20%. No. I am not a God that gives 5%. No. I am not a God that gives 50%. Never. I am a God. When you invest in my life, you are surely going to regain a return back. And that returns is a hundred percent return. You will get double. It means that if you invested a hundred cities, by the time you come, you are coming for your money, you can get hundred cities and hundred cities times 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 the number of years you have invested with me. And you even get more than what you invested. And this is what I will give to you. And after that, I will add something like a package. And that package is called eternal life that life given to you will not even make you die will not even make you lose what you have gotten and this is what god is saying so far as you have invested in oh my god i feel the anointing so far as you have invested in me i am here to tell you that you will not lose whatever you have invested in me you are you shall surely surely gain you shall surely gain whatever you have invested in me. And after all, you shall attach yourself with eternal life. Have I answered most of you your question? Just to tell you that there is a blessing from the Lord. And that blessing is that whenever a man comes to follow the Lord, there is something the Lord does with the man. And what the Lord does with the man is that the Lord will surely repay you even on it, this earth. And even in eternity, you shall have eternity eternal life and you shall have a crown and a throne to sit on and to judge people are you being blessed at all my god my god my god and this is what the lord was saying you wish i'm telling you there's a return. There's a return. That is why David said, I was young. Hmm. I like the word of God. He said, David said, I was young. <laughs> I, I was young now. I was old. I was young and I was old. I have never seen a righteous man beg for bread. He said, I was young. And now I am old. He said, I have never seen a righteous man. He said, come beg for, I've never seen a righteous man. And he said, they beg for bread. Because I have seen that anybody who actually invests in the Lord. I have seen that anybody who actually invests in the Lord. There are, there are returns for the person. Returns. And this is a hundred percent returns. You lost a boyfriend to come and follow him. He said you get a hundred percent of a boyfriend on this earth. How? It means that you get somebody who is better than the person who left you. That is why I always tell my people. When somebody decides to tell you you are not good for him again. He wants to leave you. Let him go. You don't get the word in here. Let him go. Anybody that tells you you are not even fit to be called his friend, let him go. 
Anybody that tells you that you are not even fit to be called his, his daughter or his son, let him go. Any company that rejects you or refuses you, don't get mad, don't get sad. Let them go. When the retains are coming, it comes in a hundred percent retains, not a five percent. God will not give you something that will make people laugh at you, Debbie. God will give you something that will make people see you and celebrate you. <laughs> that is why he told Jesus and make Jesus a parable. And that was the parable he told Jesus. He told Jesus, and Jesus also told this, the Pharisees. He said, The rejected stone, ah, <laughs> the rejected stone has become the chief, the, the chief of Radinja and the rejected stone has become the chief cornerstone in the building. The stone you didn't respect, the stone you didn't value, the stone you rejected, the stone you dejected, the stone you abandoned. That stone is the one the Lord himself has invested for himself. And now the returns have come. And now that stone is the stone you are celebrating today. No matter who has looked down on you, the person has just helped you. Lady, listen to me. Sir, listen to me. No matter who has rejected you in this, don't cry. It's just a good report for you because the person actually has helped your destiny. Sure. Imagine you leaving me and you think this ministry will collapse when you leave me. Just imagine. Just imagine that you leaving me. Somebody who have, have, have dedicated everything unto the Lord. And you think you leaving me, it means that the ministry will collapse. Debbie. I've actually invested the ministry and everybody and everything I have to the Lord. Debbie. So when you even leave, God brings a hundred percent person better than you. That is how life is. Sanity. So mommy Benny, I don't know whether you get it. That is how life is. So we, we are in an investment. And the investment we find ourselves in, sir, it is not an investment that will go wrong. It is an investment that will surely produce. And that investment is right. It is called the blessings of the Lord. That is why anytime the returns are coming, the scripture said the blessings of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow. Because when his blessings are coming, like in returns, it does not come like the way you invested it. It comes in a certain double way that when you have it, you enjoy it with much laughter. <laughs> oh my God. The blessings of the Lord. Mm. It maketh rich and added no sorrow. Yes. Somebody left you because now you, 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 don't, you don't offer the person sex again. Ah, congratulations. Somebody left you because, you know, you, you, the person thinks you, you are not good for him. or You just invested something to the Lord. And when that thing is returning, it will return in a powerful way that will shock you. Is that Papa? Is that all? No, no, ma. No, sir. When God blessing is coming, number two, 
The blessings of God comes like his salvation and his deliverance. My God. The blessings of God also come in his salvation and his deliverance. God blessed you by saving you. God blessed you by delivering you. Am I, am I talking to somebody at all? Yeah. Do you know the number of people that wanted you to die? Do you know that yet just yesterday while you slept, do you know that the plot they plotted ahead of you? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know the accident they wanted it to occur? Do you know? If you know the number of things that God has saved you, it is more than the things you know that he saved you from. Do you think only it is only that, that sickness that attacked you last two years? This is the only thing God saved you from. No. The things God has saved us from is much bigger and, and greater than the things we know that he has saved us from. It is called hidden deliverance. The hidden deliverance of God is mightier than the one we think it is revealed. Yes. When you read the Bible, when you read the Bible in Ephesians chapter 2, the verse 8 and 9, when you read the Bible in Ephesians chapter 2, the book of Ephesians chapter 2, the verse 8 and 9, the Bible said that for by grace, you have been saved through faith. For by grace, you people, by, for by grace, he said for you, for by grace, he said, you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourself, he said, it is the gift of God. Have you seen it? Have you seen how God gifts people? He gifts people by salvation. He gifts people by deliverance. Then he said, for we are his workmanship. He, we are created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. It's a gift he has given to us. And it is a gift that comes through salvation, through faith. When you read the Bible, right? In Romans chapter 10. In Romans chapter 10, the verse 9. Listen to me. The Bible said that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It means that God, another form of blessing he gives unto us is the blessing of salvation. Yes. The second blessing God gives to us is the blessing of salvation. Look at the verse 10. It said, For one who believes with his heart and is justified and declares with his mouth is saved. Look at the verse 10 now. It said, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto what? Salvation. So the very day you declared the Lord as your savior, the first thing that he gave to you was that he gave you salvation. Salvation. 
The word salvation comes from a word called deliverance. Yes. God indeed delivered you from something. That is why Paul said that he transferred us in Colossians. He said he transferred us from darkness even to light. Yes. God trans. There was a transfer. I'm telling you. There was a transfer from darkness even to light. I just want to, I just want you to tell you the blessings you think you, you, God has given to you that you think it does not come in. I, I've, I've told you the physical aspect. I want to tell you the spiritual aspect of the blessings as well. Number three. God blesses us by giving us the baptism of the spirit. <laughs> oh my God. The baptism of the spirit. That is a gift. And that is a blessing unto us. Eh? The baptism of the spirit. Because we have three types of baptism. We have the water baptism. We have the Holy Spirit baptism. And we have the baptism of fire. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? We have three types of baptism. We have the water baptism. The water baptism is the baptism of immersing into the water. Hello? Are you, are you here? So the water baptism, it is the baptism of immersing into water. Not sprinkling, I beg. I beg, it is not sprinkling. I said the immersing, that is the first type of baptism we have. The second type of baptism is the baptism of the spirit. And that is what came in the day of Pentecost. And we have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. A, a fire rather, sorry. We have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And we have the baptism of fire. And Jesus told us that uh, John was the one telling us that he's baptizing us with water. But the one who is coming after him will baptize us with the spirit and of fire. That's what John told us. That the one who is coming will baptize us with the spirit and fire. But he, John, is baptizing us with water. So we have three types of baptism. I don't know whether you, you get it. In the book of Acts, in the book of Acts, chapter 2, the verse 38. The book of Acts, chapter 2, the verse 38. Okay, Matthew 3. 11. Let me read it. It said, I baptize you with water to show that you have repented. But the one who is, who will come after me will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. He is much greater than I am. And I am not good enough even to carry his sandals. Look at Acts chapter 2, the verse 38. It said, Peter said unto them, each one of you must turn away from your sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ so that your sins will be forgiven and you will receive the God's gift, which is the Holy Spirit. Aha. Uh -huh. 
the Holy Spirit is a gift from the Lord unto us. Yes, sir, do I have the Holy Ghost? Yes, you have him. Papa, are you sure? Yes, he is in you. That was the blessing God gave to you when you came to him. After you turned away from all unrighteousness and you came to follow him, he gave you a certain gift called the gift of the spirit. He is with you. He is called the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. They are the same. Am I communicating? He's in you. The Holy Ghost is in you. Just that you don't want to activate him by fellowshipping with him. The more you fellowship with him, the more he increases in you and begins to speak to you to a point that you can hear him audibly as if your boyfriend is talking to you. But we grow the relationship with him. We grow it with him. It looks like a baby who is now developing. Have you seen how you treat a baby? Yes. You give the baby saralak. You give the baby breast milk. You know, you keep on feeding the baby until the baby grows to a point that he starts crawling. Until the baby grows to a point that he starts walking. Until the baby grows to a point that he starts running. I don't know whether you get it. You need to have fellowship with him to a point that he grows within you. When the Holy Ghost grows within you, it is the best thing that will ever happen to you in life. When the Holy Ghost grows within you, it is the best thing that could ever happen to you. Because when you have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you have gained everything in this world. The Bible said that for you don't need anyone to teach you. But the Holy Spirit himself shall teach you all things. I'm telling you. Yes. You know, this, so this is the concept of, of teaching that have destroyed the body of Christ. Many of us still think that we need the Holy Ghost. Yes. The Holy Ghost was given to you after you gave, you denied the word and you came to Christ. This was the gift he gave to you. He is called the Holy Spirit. But after the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you have to develop your relationship with him in order to feel him and in order to hear him. And as you are developing relationship with him, the Holy Spirit, you know what he does? He fills you with himself. That is why the Bible said that be you not drunk with wine, but be you filled with the spirit. So it means that you can fill the Holy Ghost like a cup and like water being poured into a cup. So there are people, if we were to be in a physical um, platform, I would have shown you something. That we are the glasses. I don't know whether you get it. So imagine a glass right now. Imagine a bottle of water, right? Some of us, this is how we are. The more you fellowship with the Holy Ghost in prayer, in fasting, in reading of the Bible, in living a good life, the more you fellowship with the Holy Ghost, you know what he does? He, you'll be pouring, small, small. You, he'll be pouring, small, small. He'll be pouring, small, small. I don't know whether you, you get it. He, he, he'll be pouring you, small, small. You know, 
And so as you are pouring, you will see that you are getting filled. And as you are getting filled, his character and his nature begins to come out from you. Galatians 5, 22. His character and his nature begins to come out from you. And the character of the spirit is in Galatians chapter 5, the verse 22. And you see that the character of Jesus or the character of the spirit will begin to draw, grow in you. Because in that same thing, you know, in that same walk with him, he is feeling you every day as you walk with him, as you fellowship with him. He's feeling you and you begin to see these traits. As soon as you keep seeing this trait in you, know that the Holy Ghost has now developing, is now developing himself in you. He said, but the spirit produces what? Love. You see, you, you love your brother. You keep, there is uncontrollable love in you. You just love the brethren. You love God. You love people. You love the word. You love the things of God. You see that these things are growing. You see joy, uncontrollable joy. You see peace in you. you the f- first you couldn't sleep. Now you can sleep. I don't know whether you get it. First you couldn't sleep. Anytime you are quiet, you'll be thinking and you'll be crying. But now these things, you don't see it again. Now you don't sit down and you are crying. You are not moody person again. You are always joyful. You are okay. There's no way you will sit down and you are crying. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, has come upon you. You are not worrying again, you know. No, the peace of God, that means that the Holy Ghost in you actually is now growing. It's now growing in you and it's manifesting its works in you. Because when a tree is growing, the result of the kind of tree is seen in its fruit. Is it not true? When a tree is growing, if you want to know what type of tree it is, you have to see it in its fruit. And I'm talking about if you want to know that the Holy Ghost is really developing in you, these are the fruit of the Spirit. So as you keep seeing this fruit growing out of you, it means, listen to me, as you keep seeing the fruit growing out of you, it means that the Holy Ghost is now increasing in you. It means that your water level is increasing. Have you seen it? Your water level is increasing. It's like a polytank. Your water level is increasing gradually gradually some of us who have poly tank in our houses you know that when the water is finished and you open the tap have you seen how it comes co 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 really have you seen it but when it is getting filled it begins to come co 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 have you seen it when it is increasing the flow begins to come well the flow begins to come well the flow begins to come well and after all this fruit is growing in you you will see that you begin to have humility as well you don't know one part you used to have certain pride you are quiet you keep on looking at people it looks like certain humility have entered into you and you want to use me okay me sorry me it means that now the holy ghost is indeed growing out from you you will see that your humility is growing self-control you that you will see alcohol and you cannot stop you take alcohol alcohol and drink now you cannot you when you see alcohol you will pass i don't know whether you get it 
When you see alcohol, you will pass. You that at first, when you see a lady, you cannot stand. When a man enters a room alone with you, you cannot hold yourself. By the time the man will realize you have have sex with the man for a long time, you have had sex with the lady long time. By now, you can even stay with the man in a room and you don't feel any desire. You don't feel anything. It means that the Holy Ghost is growing out of you. You that used to take cigarettes, you used to take weed. You used to take all kinds of drugs. You used to take everything, even to feel okay. But look at this. Now you can see a cigarette and you pass and it feels like you have not touched a cigarette before. It means that the Holy Ghost is actually growing in you and his fruit is actually bearing in you. That is self-control. I don't know whether you get it. Am I blessing people this morning? This is what we call self-control. The one who used to like dance, will I like party. Let's go to party, you know. Let's go to party. Let yanko chile, yanko yanko pape, yanko drepe, yanko diebe. You know, you that used to love all these things. When the Holy Ghost begin to grow up in you, you will see that a certain self-control will come upon you, and that desire will begin to leave. Will begin to leave. Will begin to leave. That evil desire will begin to leave will begin to leave by the time you realize you don't like doing anything again you don't like doing this worldly thing again do you remember when you used to love pornography Try come and look at your phone everywhere you have sight you have sight where you can watch and you can go and watch pornography you can go you downloaded pornography even as a movie even in your in your phone you kept on looking at it every day and you were masturbating you were touching yourself almost all the time but you know what when you came to Christ and you began to fellowship with Christ through his word, you began to fellowship with Christ through his brethren. You began to fellowship with Christ through his spirit. You saw that absolutely all this desire began to draw down. You pan, you see a porno site and you say, mm, Charlie, this one there is passing gone. That is why the Bible said, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things are gone and now he has become a new person. Why? Because the spirit is now taking control even over the soul, even over the mind, and even over the body. And because of that, you know what? The spirit begins to bring out all these things within you. And this will, will make you know that you are now growing in the spirit. Am I talking to somebody at all? It's a gift. And this is a blessing God has given to everyone. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. It's a blessing. Shout, I'm blessed to have the Holy Ghost. I want you to shout, I'm blessed to have the Holy Spirit. I want you to shout, I'm blessed to have salvation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm blessed. Are you blessed? So when I tell you, do you have the Holy Ghost? Are you confident to say yes? So when I tell you now that you have the Holy Ghost, are you confident you to say yes? Yes, I have the Holy Spirit. Yes, you have him. Have you seen that now there are certain attitudes you cannot really exhibit? 
Have you seen it? There are certain attitudes you kawampa. It's a bema number. They say kawa we bema. Why we nama no muse? Yes, your flow, a queer Susie. Miss Kawa we nama or no kura obeji wedi. But have you seen? Now you've been in a relationship for a while. You've not even tried to have sex with him. You don't even feel unless you are forced to. I don't know whether you get it. Unless you are forced to. But when you are alone, you don't feel like doing it. It means the Holy Ghost is now taking control over your life. I don't know what, whether you get what I'm trying to say. Are you enjoying God's word? The next type of blessing God gives to us, that is the fourth type of blessing God gives to us. God blesses us by drawing us to himself through his word. Hmm. Did you hear what I just said? The Lord blesses us by drawing us to himself through his word. Yes. He draws us to himself through his word. Do you know by now? Wampa and Opaso was sorry, Sammy Bapod be Jama Wijale. Wampa. Debut, sister. Wampa. So Wampa was sorry, Anopa. Bibian who sorry yasa me bapod bi ade me beti nya me yasa hey sister you can see that god is actually blessing you by drawing to you to himself through his word e antia gege akwele tazan wampa it means that now the holy ghost is taking control over your body and over your life. You can see. One part today when you woke up, you said thank you. One part today when you woke up, you decided to open the Bible small and you began to read. You one part. One part. Hey. That you don't feel like going anywhere. You, you don't feel like going anywhere again. You know, you, do you know that you, you don't you don't feel the holy the Bible said that so <laughs> the Bible said that in the officials it says so much grew the word of God and prevailed. It says so much grew the word of God and prevailed. Hey, in Ephesus, in the town, Paul preached to a point that the word of God grew so much in, in the town that the word of God prevailed. The word of God prevailed in Ephesus. Yeah. That scripture, I think it's in us. It says so much prevail. The word of God grew and prevailed. The word of God, it grew and prevailed. It means that God can draw us to himself through his word. Every day when we keep hearing the word of God, the word of God, the word of God, we begin to, we, we are growing, we are transformed even to the words we hear. In Acts 19, 20, 
That is the scripture I wanted. In Acts 19 to 80, it said, and this is the powerful way the word of the Lord kept spreading and growing stronger. This was how the word of God kept growing and it was spreading stronger in Ephesus. The Bible said people began to take their idols. Look at the verse. So mightily grew the word of the Lord and prevailed. Look at the verse 21 going. The Bible said, and people began to bring their idols. People began to bring their charms. People began to bring their juju. People began to bring their lustful desires. People began to, and began to burn them before the Lord. It means that, Charlie, 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 look at it, look at it. And after these things ended, Paul purpose in the spirit when he has passed through. Okay, 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 so you can, because my time, you can read downwards. And you know, people began to bring their charms and they were burning them and they were, you know, they were burning them, they were, they were, they were distributing it out. I don't like it again. I used to worship mm, the, the goddess called Diana. I don't like it again. I, I take it, take it, take it. I used to worship Jaguraja. Mm, I had the ring for for Shafa. Take it. I have a ring for rituals. Take it. Uh, you know, I, you know. I, I used to do fraud. I don't like it again. Take it. That is what the word of God does. The more you keep hearing it every day, it sharpens your soul. Cut every. Day. That is why the Bible says that the word of God is powerful. Mm. Mm. The word of God is powerful. Mm. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. My God. Dividing even to the soul, the bone and the marrow. The word of God can enter into any part of your body. Look at it. Look at it. Look at the verse 18. It said in Acts 19. It said many of the believers came publicly admitting and revealing what they have done. Look at the verse 19. It said, many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in public. Have you seen it? They brought all their, their, their magic out. They brought the books of magic. They, blew, they brought everything they have done. They brought it out and they, they begin to burn them publicly. It said, they added up the price of the books and the total came about 50,000 silver coins. Yato books, magic books, shafa books, incantation books, how to kill a brother, how to shafa a woman. They all had these books. These books cost 50,000 silver coins. Hey! And all of them were in church. Listen, all of them were in church. They were all in church. Imagine you in church and you are selling abortion medicine. You are in church. You are in church. You are recommending people to a a a a malam, a priest. You know, all of them were in church, but they were doing very nasty things in church. But the Bible said, when Paul came to the city, Paul began to preach. Paul began to preach the word of God. And look at the verse twenty. It says, "So much grew the word of the Lord and prevail. No prayer, the word of God and prevail. It means that the solutions of my business." The solution in cutting people's attitude and the solution in destroying people's behavior is simple. It is the word of God. Mami, so ujaime radia sam eurawa usuba imbi besasa. Ujaime radia sam eurawa uniye bibesasa. Some of us, we have changed because of God's word. Some of us, we have changed because the word of God has taken hold in our heart. The word of God has gained root in our heart. Because of that, the word of God is the one transforming our destinies. Am I talking to people at all? 
the word. Yeah, the word of God. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, the verse 15. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, the verse 15. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, the verse 15. The Bible says something I like so much. 2 Timothy chapter 3, the verse 15. It said, and you remember that ever since you were a child, he said, you have known the Holy Spirit, which the Holy Scriptures, which are able to give you wisdom that leads to salvation through faith. It said, and that from, and that, that from a child, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise. Have you seen it? It means yes. Yes. It's true. Anybody who does not think rightly, anybody who does not discern rightly, who does not wisdom, there's no amount of wisdom in the person's heart and in the person's mouth. It means that the person lacks the word of God. It is so Yes. The, I'm telling you, some of you that I, I, if I would, I would, I would value the word of God than anything. And look at it. Look at the number. The number keep reducing because this is what people don't actually like. And this is what saves people. Mommy, we are transformed by the word of God, not by prophecy. Open sasa pa o shebre mun sasa open sa o sasa wa brabom pa o sasa e e wo nyamias nyamias mu kwa netimi sasa ni pa enya ukomche minim sister biya waje ukomche so da subu ejama ana ameboa minim si minim sister biya waje ukomche so da subu ejama o da zuti ejama mbomo onjai da but I know a lady that the word of God came unto her came unto her the second time unto her the third time. Suddenly the lady began to drop everything. The lady began to drop any <laughs> Brother Hagen, uh, the late Brother Hagen, um, Pastor Hagen, uh, one day he went and preached even to a, a lady that was um, um, you know, stripper, good. Now, a lady know a strip stripper. Then the lady, you know, heard the word of the Lord and came to church. When she comes to church, after church, she will go back and do her stripping. You know, she she did it for a long time. One day, Pastor Hagen changed the method of service. And when she came, they started hearing the word of God, preaching, 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 preaching preaching every day they were preaching every day they were pre- because she was addicted to stripping it it brought her many money and many gains and every day she kept on hearing the word of god one day after hearing the word of god she would go the second day for that week she went the following week she came back to church again pastor hagen had finished 
preaching. Instead of the lady to go, the lady sat in church. And when the lady was going, the lady would come and tell the pastor, Pastor, please, I'm going back to the club to strip. Then the pastor said, okay, you can go. <laughs> then she went. This time around, the following Monday, she came to church. The man of God have preached. After preaching, the lady didn't go again. Then Pastor Hagen came to the, the lady and asked her, Charlie, today won't you go? Today won't you go? The lady said, it has left me. I don't feel like going again. <laughs> I don't feel like going again. The word of God destroyed all the root of that addiction and became its root in her heart. So she was not feeling anything. That is why David said, he said, your word have I hid in my heart. Your word have I hid in my heart so that I will not sin against you. We use God's word. As a man of God, start teaching people. Start teaching people. Start teaching people. Listen, I tell people, listen to me. Listen to me. Hmm? Hmm? Start teaching people. By the time you get to a point in life, you will know that it is not you who will be preaching. It is what you have preached to her that will be preaching to her. I'm, I'm telling you. Papa Dave Cassandi Bible see I won't do it again. Let me let me consider that is how the word of God is. When you go to a platform that they always do prophesy, prophesy, prophesy the people there don't grow. Yes, the people there they don't grow. Am I talking to people at all? The people don't grow. Do you know what the Lord said in Jeremiah? Do you know what the Lord said in Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15? Jeremiah 3 15. The Lord said that I will give you shepherds after my own heart. And they will shepherd you with what? Knowledge and good sense. And another word said wisdom. Hey. I will give you shepherds. He said, I will give you, listen to it. He said, I will give you pastors according to my heart. And these pastors will feed you with knowledge and understanding. They are coming to feed you with knowledge and understanding. I always, that is why I, I like Papa said. That is why I like Pastor Enoch. Listen, when, when please, um, I didn't mention your pastor because I'm not actually... Um, a, a platform fan, right? Mm -hmm. So the platform I've been to, that is the platform I'm telling you, right? Good. Mm -hmm. So forgive me if I didn't mention your pastor. I'm sorry. Yes. But I'm telling you, this is why I love them. Tell it, they will feed you with word. They will feed you with word. They will feed you with word. They, it's a, the Lord, I'll give you pastors of my heart. Pastors. Yes, and Papa Miracle. I'll give you pastors of my heart. 
And these pastors, they will feed you with, with knowledge and, <laughs> and understanding. I'm telling you. I'll feed you with knowledge and understanding. I'll feed you with knowledge and understanding. They will feed you. Because the word of the Lord, as it keeps coming to you, gain root in your heart. And now all these things have left. One of the things that solidified this, this ministry was not prophetic. Ask them. One of the people, one of the things that made people stay on this platform was not prophetic. One of the people, one of the things that made people stay in this platform was the kind of testimonies people were hearing. Do you know the testimony? Papa Nami was Subai Misio, Subai Nemajai. Papa Nami. Relationship, you know, Papa Nancy, Kama. Hey! And th- th- these truths were so powerful that it, it began to, to draw people closer. And today we kept on speaking, we we giving advices, wisdom for life, and the things we kept on saying for a long time. Obit me typing Papa Nancy Mr. Martin said, Papa. Oh, Papa, let me say, dear, your mind, my jai, my jai. Papa, me, I'm pa. I said, Mr. Boy, be by me, Champa, Papa. No, my mini boy, they say. And, and somebody told me that. No, my mini boy, he said, Mr. Boy, you better now, my Champa. He said, Papa, the boy came to sat right before me. You know, when the boy sat, Papa, I, 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 I was about to do something. No, I heard your voice. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was about to do something. I heard your voice. You were speaking to me in my ears. And I said, me. And I said, see, yes, you. As soon as I heard your voice, the desire left. Papa, I was trying to bring the desire. It wasn't coming. Yeah. He said the desire left. I wanted to make it happen, you know. Yes, I was forcing it. I was forcing it to come out. I was forcing it to come out. But the thing wasn't coming out. Papa, I don't know. I don't know. There were many there knew. That is what the lady told me. Papa, there were many cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got to a time on this platform. I used to pray and kill people's feelings. Mm. You will never have that sexual desire again. Yeah, on this platform. Oh, last year, it was just last year. Yeah, I used to pray and kill people's feelings.
your boy will come you will feel like it will come as soon as you feel it will it will disappear you'll be looking at him like a man like your fellow woman hello although how are you say i'm fine will you sleep you'll sleep here If you want to then sleep, sleep. Oh, there, da, da, oh, there, da, da. Yeah, members were given the opportunity, and they called in. Yeah, they called in, and we we prayed for them. Some some of them came to testify later. Actually, I had a match. I had the match, Papa. I had the match. <laughs> I had the match. I had the match. Yeah, it can happen. Do you know what God told Abimelech? <laughs> yeah, it is in the Bible. Do you know what God told Abimelech? Is it Genesis 20 or 21? Do you know what God told Abimelech? He said, Abimelech, I, I, the Lord, I prevented you from sinning. Sani radikachira Abimelech. It is possible. God can decide to prevent you from seeing a woman and having sex. Yeah. Abimelech saw Sarah. Sarah done him pass. Abimelech one sorry da. Odrinu huan wan tiasi. Abimelech odrinu huan wan. Sarah dao. Sarah hu fe 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 o dao she shape be a dao. Do you know when kings were fighting and kings were fighting after Sarah? Do you know how old she was? Sarah was 70 years at that time. I want to tell you how God made them at that time. Sarah was 70 years, but she was still beautiful. And yet, Nemre and how sister and Vinnie and Nemre, their time is not like our time. Something has gone wrong in the spirit. And how and how. Oh, they and how. Sister, we 30 years ago, and how they trust on a mentor, Yeah. Do you know what the Bible said? Sarah Dow. Abimelech, she Sarah, no one sorry that. We are going to we are going to have the on Tuesday. Abimelech, she and who to also or dape. Listen, Genesis twenty six, good. Abimelech, she and who say or dape. Do you know what about the Lord? The Lord came to him and said, "You are a dead man. You." He said, "God, what did I do?" He said, "You have touched another man's wife." He said, "I'm not coming to touch him." What did I do? They told me that was his sister. I said, the man, the, the wife, the lady sleeping, his husband is a prophet. L- listen, he said, God replied in the dreams. Yes, I know that you, you did it with a clear conscience. So I kept you from sinning against me and did not let you touch her. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Uh-huh. Have you seen what the Lord did? The Lord prevent you can do. Who bet even this scripture where a bombaya a tube who kunu bemum? You don't know. Who bet even this scripture a bombaya tube who kunu bemum? Who betum 
you, you get a padlock and you lock it in the spirit with this scripture. A radisawu to Abimalech, and the Mikunu yes or Koba for a raditum, a raditumo, a raditumo, a raditumo, a peja, Jerusalem, men uncle from a Jericho, men toho, Jericho, men toho, Jericho, men toho, sa Bonitrisum Piaba. Nefese Nefese or Ben or Bafo for a Bessoria. While organizing March now down. Boswa, I won't rise. A brother, we will rise in your name. Or say, I will fall in your name. I don't know. You reign on high. Yeah, we will fall. Oh, yeah, I've just given somebody a direction now. I've just given somebody a direction. I don't know whether you get it. Mm. God said, I'll give you pastors. Jeremiah 3.15. He said, I'll give you pastors after my heart. And they will give you wisdom. They will teach. They will feed you with wisdom and understanding. They will feed you. Let me give you the last, the last, the last point. Are you enjoying the service? Are you enjoying the service? My God. Number five, when God is blessing us, God gives us a teaching priest. Mm. When God wants to bless you in life, he gives you a teaching priest. Yes. That is why I said that he said he will give you pastors after his heart. And these pastors will feed you with knowledge and wisdom. Yes. When God wants to bless you, he gives you a teaching priest. There is a scripture I'm trying to recall. Is it in 2 Chronicles 15.3? Check for me. 2 Chronicles 15.3. One of the things I want you to understand that anytime God wants to bless a man, God decides to raise a man or a woman for you. Yes. Uh-huh, good. He said, for a long time, Israel was without the true God. Have you seen it? Without a priest to teach them. There was no, there was not, nothing like a priest to teach them. And without instruction. They didn't have a teaching priest. So Israel, they failed at that time. There was no true God. There was not a teaching priest. And there was no law. The law was the instruction there. There was nothing that was guiding them. because without a teaching priest how do you form to your actual image that God created you to be I don't know whether you get it Uh a teaching priest is different from a pastor can I explain now a teaching priest is different from a pastor A pastor feed you and take care of you. A teaching priest make sure that you are formed to become the very image of God that he created you to be. 
that is what a teaching priest does. He makes sure that he watches until you became you become the very form that God has made you to be. That is what a teaching priest does. He will make sure that he preaches to you and intercede in prayer until what God has said that it should happen to you. Answer neighbors and see your own jaw. That is what a teaching priest does. That is why God blessed Israel was with, a, with a teaching priest. And that was Moses. You know that. Eh? God blessed Israel with a teaching priest called Moses. And do you know that Moses interceded for them till they... they listen. Who didn't say Moses even didn't enter the promised land? But they did. Eh? He, he, do you know one day the people sinned against God? And Moses began to intercede for them. God told Moses that Moses just wait for me. Let me go down and kill everybody. Let me just go down and kill all of them. You know what the Bible said? The Bible said that Moses began to intercede and tell God that God, you know, you are a gracious God. You are a merciful God. This is what you told me, you know. You told me that you are bringing us from Egypt to the promised land. When you go and kill all of them and it's even left with only me. Now, let me ask a question. Wouldn't other people or nations around us think and tell us that you are a wicked God? They will even say that you are a wicked God. So you brought these people out of Egypt just to kill them in this wilderness. Oh God, don't do that. You are not like that. You are a merciful God. You are a gracious God. As soon as God was hearing this word, the Bible said for the first time in the word of God, it said, and God repented. Hmm? And God repented and said, I won't do it again. Moses, it's okay. It's okay. I, won't. I said, I won't do it again. You get it? He said, oh, I, w- I won't do it again. I won't do it again. I won't do, Moses, I won't do it again. It's okay, it's okay. Just go and warn them. Just go and warn them. And he left and went. I don't know whether you get it. Eh? Anytime God wants to bless a man, he sends you a man. That is what I'm trying to say. And that man is called a teaching priest. God bless the churches of of. Of, of of the olden times to a point that God wasn't referring to them as angelos, like angels. God was referring them as, as angels, as in men. Okay, let me show you. In Revelation chapter 3, the verse 1. I think, let me, let me quote this thing. Wow. I think I, I, I might end this at this place. Revelation 3. Now listen to it. I said, unto the angel, the messenger of the assembly of the church in Sardis, right? Have you seen it? God was now referring men of God as angels. These were not angels. Angels don't pastor churches. What a word, no? What a word? Angels don't pastor churches. So the men of God, the men of God, 
who were in the church they were a blessing to the church to a point that god was calling them that is the angel of that church i, I don't know whether you get it uh, that is the angel of that church uh, i i maybe have you ever heard that they were introducing a man and they said by the grace of god we have the angel of the church what is our introduction and we all clap this is the angel oh sister and the and the my current cry ah sister and my sorry when your current this is the angel of this church this is the angel of the please let's celebrate the angel of this house especially when a guest minister comes to a church and he wants to acknowledge your pastor sometimes that is how they address your pastor please let's let's appreciate the angel of this house or the lighthouse or the best lighthouse or the best lighthouse or the orchard what about lighthouse is here? Lighthouse, why are they? When an invited guest come, they call um, 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 Pastor, Pastor Victor, the Prophet Victor. They call him the angel of the house. Yeah, I can show you scriptures. The Bible says, when Manoah's wife, do you know Manoah? So we need Manoah. Um, kind Bible, ever then I'm a Cherekura will be sister. Is it in Genesis chapter 12 or 13? Yes, I think Genesis 12 13. Manoah's wife, that is Samson, Papa, Dini, a friend of Manoah. But what is Fatuitin? Mrs. Samson, Papa, near friend, is a Manoah. Manoah's wife went into the field and the Bible said that an angel came to him and told him. When the angel came, listen to me. When the angel came and spoke to him, do you know what he went to tell his man of God? He said, a man of God came to me. A man of God came to me and said that I will carry a baby and the baby's name will be Samson. I shouldn't cut his head. I shouldn't do this. I'm and Samson's father also prayed unto the Lord. That Lord, bring that same man of God you brought to my wife. Bring him. I want to also meet him. And Samson's father, that is Manoah, he prayed and the, the, the angel came. <laughs> and when they were in the field together, the angel came again. Do you know what the, the, the wife, the wife quickly went and called the husband. Genesis 13, judges rather. Judges 13. Yeah, so check Judges 13. Or, or, yes, check it for me. I'm not, whatever I'm saying, I'm, I'm quoting out from my mind. And Papa, yet ye would there be only one? 
onze manu ana amekain onze eno so spelitin gabi onze manu ana amekain onze eno so spelitin anti shade anti spelling na ne da hod he said louisa saying usu usu e ni bi mama en kan okora ni se genesis 13:12 she spelling in the next time one spelling and manuel said now let thy words come to pass no 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 okay so she ran at once and told him look the man came to me the other time can you give me king james and Manua arose and went after his wife and came to the man. But of a coach, you the Fakuichina, and kind free baby or burning your encounter. Listen to me. Monfia verse 6. Look at the verse 6. Okay. Monfia, yeah, that's okay. Say, and coaching. Obida soon and petty. Now, petty, you copedian ho. Sister, ye coach, you coin. Now, hey. Then the woman came and told her husband, A man of God came unto me, and his countenance was like the countenance of the angel of God. Very terrible. But I asked him not when he was, neither told he me his name. What is he? Nipakrono by no saying. Of anything, man of God. <laughs> he called him a man of go and read it for yourself. You it's a very interesting story. So go and read it for yourself. A man of God called me, and that was it. So anytime God wants to bless you, he sends you a teaching priest for you to be blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this? Are you blessed this morning? Are you blessed this morning? Maybe in the afternoon we shall continue. Is that clear? Maybe we shall continue. But this is the blessing of the Lord this morning. And I pray that let the word of God have its root in your life. Let grace speak for you in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you and increase you mightily in Jesus' mighty name. God willing, tonight, exactly 8 p.m. tonight, exactly 8 p.m. tonight, all road leads to Zoom. In the, in the afternoon, please come early. I'll make the announcement, okay? In the afternoon, I'll make the announcement. All road leads to Zoom. I'm telling you, it is 8 p.m. It is called prophetic investigation. Branaya Mompayana in Tiedi Rade Edisunsuno Edie. Okay, God bless you. God bless you. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 054-390-7215. If you want to support the work of God, if you are led to support the work of God, the number is 054 054- 